So last week, folks, right before Thanksgiving, Marjorie Taylor Greene released her first book, simply titled MTG. So not not exactly the most clever title on the planet, but she just called it her initials. So, hey, good for her. You didn't have to put much thought into it. And immediately after this book was released, and in fact, actually before the book was even released, Marjorie Taylor Greene was getting attacked from both the left and the right for effectively writing a book that they said was essentially full of lies. And yes, even Republicans attacked her for writing such a piece of crap book. But one person whose criticism Marjorie Taylor Greene simply could not stomach was late night talk show host, Jimmy Kimmel. Now Kimmel, as per usual, did a segment trashing Marjorie Taylor Greene's book. He said that she was quote, not a bright woman. And I agree with him a hundred percent on that. I don't think there's any argument at all about whether or not she is actually bright, but Marjorie Taylor Greene took those words to heart and apparently it offended her. It offended her so much that she took to social media, got on Twitter and actually kind of begged Jimmy Kimmel to put her on his program. Here's what she said. Hey, Jimmy Kimmel, since most of your show content is your nonstop lies about me, why don't you have me on your show? I'll bring you a copy of my book and we can chat about what needs to happen to save America. Now, thus far, and this, you know, this has been about a week now, um, Kimmel has not taken the bait. (laughs) I'm sure by now he has obviously seen what Marjorie Taylor Greene had to say, but he has absolutely not said, okay, go ahead and come on the air. I'd love to have a chat with you. And this is a guy who has accepted invitations from other Republicans in the past, right? He interviewed Mike Lindell on his program. He did a charity basketball event with Ted Cruz. And and unfortunately, Kimmel actually lost that to Ted Cruz somehow. But with Marjorie Taylor Greene, he has apparently decided to draw the line. And what have I been telling y'all, right? I've been telling y'all a lot recently about the power, the audience that these late night talk show hosts, these comedians have. That's why Marjorie Taylor Greene wants to get on that show because she understands the very same thing that I've been telling y'all for years now. And that is that those shows are reaching an audience that is not necessarily looking for political news. Green, to her credit, understands that she can reach an audience that may only hear about her through those jokes that Jimmy Kimmel tells or Seth Meyers tells or Stephen Colbert tells. So she needs to get in front of those people to try to correct the record. She wants to get in front of those people to see if she can pull the wool over their eyes and convince them that, Hey, I'm not the lunatic that you see in these little clips that they play or in the jokes that they tell about me. Now, Green would not be able to do that. So I don't know if I'm for or against Marjorie Taylor Green going on Jimmy Kimmel's program. I do not think it is a good idea to platform these extremists, but given the fact that this is a new audience, you might be able to get some people who were kind of on the fence to finally believe that, nope, this woman is in fact Looney Tunes and we should probably be making fun of her at every possible opportunity. So again, I'm on the fence about it. If Kimmel wants to have her on, I think it would be a good opportunity to really just blast the hell out of her. But if he chooses not to give her a platform, I'm okay with that as well. 
but Marjorie Taylor Greene understands the value of that platform, and that's why she got on social media to beg Kimmel to have her on his show. Well, folks, it is official. Donald Trump is apparently one of the healthiest human beings to ever walk the planet. Last week, Donald Trump, like a child trying to get out of gym class, produced a note from his doctor saying that he is totally healthy. Uh, His cognitive abilities just absolutely excellent. Excellent is the word the doctor used in this report that Donald Trump produced for reporters. And otherwise, he's lost a little bit of weight, which is great through a combination of diet and being a little bit more physically active, so the doctor says. And uh, we're all just supposed to believe that Donald Trump, the man who we can see and hear, that there's nothing at all wrong with him, right? His, his instances where he gets tripped up over who he actually ran against in 2016. Yeah, that's nothing. That doesn't mean anything. The fact that he repeatedly says that he's running against president Obama. Yeah, that's totally, totally intentional, right? Just as Brian Kilmeade on Fox news said, apparently the doctor doesn't think any of that is a big problem. He can get easily distracted by a fly at his press conferences and rallies. And no, that's totally normal. Any person would do that, right? Uh, Dr. Bruce Ehrenwald of New Jersey is the one who wrote the report. And here's what he said. This is what Donald Trump produced allegedly from this uh, Dr. Bruce Ehrenwald. Here's what it says. His physical exams were well within the normal range and his cognitive exams were exceptional. In addition, his most recent extensive laboratory analysis remains well within normal limits and was even more favorable than prior testing in some of the most significant uh, parameters, most likely secondary to weight reduction. Cardiovascular studies are all normal and cancer screening tests are all negative. President Trump has reduced his weight through an improved diet and continued daily physical activity while maintaining a rigorous schedule. It is my opinion that President Trump is currently in excellent health, and with his continued interest in preventative health monitoring and maintenance, he will continue to enjoy a healthy, active lifestyle for years to come. Doesn't that, doesn't that kind of sound like the last time? Donald Trump produced a note from his doctor saying that, Hey, I'm totally great. Everything is wonderful. Nobody is as healthy as me. That doctor at the time, of course, who did a press conference about it was Dr. Ronnie Jackson, who of course is now a member of Congress representing a district in Texas. His press conference was widely mocked. I mean, he, he went on to say that Donald Trump could live, you know, uh, for, for decades and decades more, something that even scientists say, yeah, that's, that's not even physically possible. But Ronnie Jackson as a doctor said, oh yeah, it totally could happen. Um, so I don't know that I believe this, right? I mean, Donald Trump has allegedly lost weight. I mean, if he has good for him, it's a very difficult thing to do. Trust me. I know, but Again, um, we, we can see him. Does, does he know that? Like, does, does this doctor know that other people can, can see him? And the fact that Donald Trump, by the way, is in front of a camera several times a week, like we can go back and look and see that, wait a minute, you kind of look exactly the same in July as you do in November. I'm not, I'm not seeing any difference here. You know, it's kind of like me. 
you can go back, actually, if you go back all the way to the beginning, back over at Ring of Fire, you can say, like, wow, apparently you kind of got a little larger over the years, right? Yes, of course I have. I'm not proud of it, but I know better than to lie to you when you can just go back through the footage and, you know, do a little flip book of me blowing up like a balloon. And that's pretty much exactly what we could do for Donald Trump as well, right? <laughs> this doctor's note is pure BS. And the way that it's written, like the way that I read it to you is how you know it's BS. Like doctors are not going to sit there and, and say things like, uh, you know, uh, improved diet and conf uh, continued daily physical activity while maintaining a rigorous schedule. That part would not be included in an actual doctor's analysis. Okay. You don't mention like, oh, he's such a hard worker. Oh, he's out there every day doing these kinds of things. This doctor was politically motivated. He understood what he was doing. And more importantly, Trump understood what he was doing because he happened to release this report on president Biden's 81st birthday last week, which Donald Trump has of course told us repeatedly that president Biden is not quite all there cognitively. So what better day as a day that Biden gets a year older to release this BS report saying that you are the pinnacle of men's health. That's not a coincidence, folks. So last week, my pillow CEO, Mike Lindell, did an interview with Steve Bannon, where Mike Lindell appeared on the air wearing an actual literal tinfoil hat. He finally just decided to embrace that persona and Lindell came on the air wearing a tinfoil hat, which he then ceremoniously removed saying, first of all, Steve, I get to take off my tinfoil hat. You know, that's what that judge said. We're not a conspiracy theory guy anymore. Praise the Lord. So apparently Mike Lindell had something to celebrate, right? You know, he's talking about, that's what the judge said. So, so what judge, what case, what the hell is he talking about? Right? Glad you asked. Mike Lindell appeared on Steve Bannon's program to talk about a ruling from a judge an Obama appointed judge, by the way, in the state of Georgia. So last week, what happened on Monday of last week, this judge in Georgia allowed a lawsuit to move forward. That was basically saying, Hey, Georgia's election machines, uh, election machines, voting machines. I'm starting to sound like Mike Lindell. Georgia's voting machines are in fact, not secure. That's what this lawsuit is all about. And the judge said, you know what? You're right. Georgia's voting machines are in fact, not secure. So I am going to allow this lawsuit to move forward because if the voting machines are not secure, obviously that violates the rights of the citizens of Georgia. So Mike Lindell goes on Steve Bannon's show after that ruling, takes off his tinfoil hat because he's not a conspiracy theory guy anymore. And in addition to what I already, already read you, he also said this. This is a landmark case. We have people down in Georgia. We're all over this, Steve. We have been for a long time. This has been going on for a long time. Uh, this is going to expose everything. The judge has opened the door that no man can shut. <laughs> and we're going to go through it. And this is huge. Absolutely huge. The door that no man can shut. Right? Um, yeah, here's the thing, though. I didn't tell you everything about that lawsuit, did I? 
I only told you the part that uh, Mike Lindell wants to focus on that. The judge said, yes, the lawsuit that Mike Lindell's not involved in, by the way, let's make sure you understand that Mike Lindell's not involved in this lawsuit in any way at all. Uh, so the judge says, yeah, the lawsuit can go forward because it's pretty obvious you're based on the evidence you've presented based on what I've seen. Georgia's voting systems are not uh, secure because you have people like Kathy Latham, who was mentioned in the lawsuit and in the judge's decision that allowed outside actors on behalf of, you know, allegedly, according to the indictments, Donald Trump and Sidney Powell, uh, you had Republicans actually come in and copy data off the voting machines. So you're right. The judge says in your lawsuit that our voting machines are not secure. And why are they not secure? Not because we have hackers like Mike Lindell says going in and changing the thing or voting machine companies rigging the algorithm. No, no, no. That's not what the judge says. That's not what the lawsuit says. The lawsuit says people that are actually allies of Mike Lindell made our systems not secure because they illegally accessed it. And that is a violation of our rights. See, Mike Lindell doesn't want you to know that part of the lawsuit. He doesn't want you to know that it's his friends that turned the Georgia voting machines not secure. He just wants you to think that this judge somehow said, Hey, Mike Lindell's totally vindicated because by the way, Mike Lindell did tell Steve Bannon that he was totally vindicated, but no, you weren't your friends or at least people that are friends with your friends or whatever accessed illegally the Georgia, uh, Georgia voting machines. They are in fact indicted under that Georgia Rico case. And this is not a victory for you. If anything, this is something that you and your friends probably need to worry about because it's probably going to hurt you when it comes time for those defamation lawsuits to finally go to trial. Trump lawyer Alina Haba recently gave an extensive interview to the Daily Mail. And in her interview with the Daily Mail, she addressed the fact that there are rumors swirling all around this country that Donald Trump might be willing to accept a plea deal from New York Attorney General Letitia James in the ongoing fraud trial. Now, before I went on vacation, there were lots of reports about plea deal, plea deal, plea deal. And you know, I didn't address it at the time. I was, I was just ready to get the hell out of here, but we got to address it. Right. I mean, it's a thing, you know, everything's back. The Thanksgiving holidays are over. Now we're heading into more holidays coming up. But in the meantime, that case is going to start winding down. We only have a couple more weeks left. So could Donald Trump be considering a plea deal to kind of end it all now and maybe walk away with a little bit of dignity? And according to Lena Haba, absolutely not. What are you crazy? That would be, as she put it, extortion. If Donald Trump were to take a plea deal, here's what she said to the paper. It would be very difficult uh, position for me to advise my client at this point to pay for what is effectively extortion. Letitia James is fighting for Deutsche Bank. What? No, no, she's, she's fighting on behalf of the groups that were wronged because your client lied 
to the banks. That that's what Letitia James is doing. She's not fighting for Deutsche Bank. She's fighting for Dutch, uh, justice. And just because Deutsche Bank happens to be the one that was defrauded here, that means they, by extension, and the other banks involved, by the way, and the insurance companies and all of that, uh, they're the ones who need justice because they were lied to by your client. But listen to the words she says again. Let me read it one more time. It would be very difficult position for me to advise my client at this point to pay for what is effectively extortion. So she admits, right, that her job as a lawyer, her client comes to her and says, hey, lawyer, attorney general over here, she got this plea deal. Like, what do, you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think? Is this good? Is this bad? Like, what should I do? And she says her advice as his legal counsel is don't take it because that's extortion. Do not do it, Donald. We can fight this thing. I have said this before and I'll say it again and I'm sure I'll be saying it again for years to come. She is one of the worst lawyers in the country. No attorney in their right mind would ever turn down a plea deal, assuming one is even being offered, right? This could just be a rumor from the Trump people. We don't know. But if they were offering some kind of plea deal in a case where his guilt, his liability has already been ruled on. And if the lawyer says, no, don't take it. Um, you may have a legal malpractice lawsuit on your hands, Donald, because that's the worst advice I could ever think of. Because here's the thing, Alina Haba, I want to say she knows, but given her legal expertise, I can't even say that she does know it, but she should know. I'm sure somebody on his legal team knows you already lost. Okay. I don't know how many more times I have to say that. I don't know how many more times I have to explain this to the angry Trump people sending me comments. He lost the fraud trial is not about whether or not he did it. That has already been ruled on. That's what the summary judgment was. The judge said, you are liable for this fraud. Your kids are liable for the fraud. Your company is liable for the fraud. You did it. Guilt, liability, whatever you want to call it has been determined. They're just haggling over the price. And Alina Haba would understand or should understand that any plea deal is just about the price. You could get your client to pay less than if you continue this charade where you're already not winning. You're not doing a good job. You had one of your own witnesses from the Trump organization break down and start sobbing in court last week. When confronted with this evidence, you're going to lose. And when you lose, you're going to get popped for the full $250 million that she's suing you for. And the Trump organization is going to have their business licenses rescinded in New York, and they're not going to be able to do business there anymore. A plea deal is going to cut some of that off. So why would you advise your client not to take that unless you're just the worst lawyer in this country? Now, look, I want Donald Trump to be penalized fully. I hope he listens to Alina Haba. But, you know, the smart part of me, not the vindictive side, <laughs> understands that this is the worst legal advice I have ever seen. And Trump's going to pay the price for it. But Alina Haba seems to think also that that's totally cool. Here's what she also told the paper. I don't think he'll be so sad to leave at this point. I know the good, I know he has good memories of it. I just don't think the city is what it was. 
So she's already rationalizing the fact that, oh yeah, I mean, he's going to lose his business, but hey, screw New York, right? The city kind of sucks now. So she's already rationalizing it. And she's trying to make it sound like he wants to leave. He wants to lose. No, he just has one of the world's worst lawyers whispering in his ear, giving him the worst advice I have ever seen a lawyer give a client. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.